Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome to a special episode of Show Us Your TDs. Melky was too scared to come on this podcast this week because he's oh, facing a top dog in his matchup this week. Wait, what? So I have a special guest with us, our resident Eagles fan, Bob Walker. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. I am so excited to be here co-hosting with you special for the week. And honestly, like my Philadelphia Eagles, I actually show up when it counts. Uh, So Melky has a lot of explaining to do, and that might, you know, have a little bit of relation to how his record's been this year. I don't know. It's kind of a team mentality almost. No, no, what's funny is actually the last time we faced off against each other, I didn't show up. Oh boy. So it's like this weird, like back and forth thing. I still beat him, so it's okay. Well, you know what? It's actually kind of positive to start off for Mel. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take it away then. Yeah. So, you know what? In honor of our man who's missing right now, I'm going to read off the lineup like he normally would. And uh, folks, to everybody's disappointment, I got to tell you, Melky won. <laughs> so Melk won 157.70 to 132.95. Side note. His name is Deflate This with a Middle Finger. How much of a hater is this guy in your league? Does he do a lot of shit talking or not at all? No, I'm the biggest shit talker there. Oh my God. Well, come on, Deflate man. Deflate This with a Middle Finger. I, I, you know me, I like to stir up trouble. Of course you do, but I think <laughs> <laughs> just melt. Yeah, okay. So we're going to start off for the 157. He got his QB Prescott 25 points. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown, my boy representing 27 points. Newly acquired AJ Brown. Yeah. And by the way, got his former GM fired over the trade. I think he won that trade. Do we not? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. I love that. He's on Melk's team as well. He knows where it's really at. I, okay. I drafted him. I traded it. I know you do. Hey, you guys were on the uh, Eagles from the start of the season. Yes, sir. Okay. Christian Kirk, 13 points eh, against Detroit, who dominated. We're going to get into that later. Uh, Allen, 17 points. McCaffrey, 24 for San Fran. I mean, that guy's going to have to continue carrying this workload because the last guy drafted in, uh, in the draft is now going to be their QB. So... You know what? He's going to have to continue getting these massive points from Melky. Yeah. Elliot, who uh, is going to be an interesting matchup against you because he'll be going up against his fucking teammate. I got the counterpart. (laughs) Yeah, 16 points. And then uh, Kmet, or however you say his name, tight end for Chicago, 10 points. Harris, 9. Buffalo kicker, 7. And I don't see the defense. Oh, there it is. Buffalo, 5. Buffalo, 5. Whack. And they won 24-10, too. Yeah. Sucks to suck. It does suck to suck. What? So, uh, looking at his team, and I got to say, it really sucks that Prescott is his quarterback and is getting pretty good consistent points right now because he's balling out as much as I hate to say it. And he obviously, his his two studs carried him, McCaffrey and Brown. Yeah. yeah. This week. Yeah, and uh, this is the one week where I'm like, fuck, man, I shouldn't have traded A.J. Brown. <laughs> and who did you get? <laughs> so I needed a quarterback because after Tua got concussed, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I could trust Tua to go forward. And yeah. I had Matthew Stafford, and Stafford's just garbage. He's gone now, yeah. Well, he's gone, but before that, he was just garbage. Yeah. So. I traded him AJ Brown for Kirk Cousins and uh, McLaurin. Mm. So, you, in all, you needed all, it to be done. You needed it to be done. I needed it to be done because I couldn't trust Tua. But I mean, I'm starting Tua <laughs> now, um, and Tua's doing okay. And McLaurin has been the better of the two between AJ Brown and McLaurin. Like point wise, since the trade has happened. McLaurin's had steadier points than AJ Brown, other than this week. Yeah, that's true. 
And uh, just a quick side note, folks. Apologize if I cough. I'm, I'm having my flu game right now, co-hosting. And Melk, for any other podcast you're on, you better not ever call anybody a nerd again because you're missing this week for school, you fucking nerd. <laughs> nerd! So, yeah, back to that guy, Melk. So he had a pretty good week heading into his matchup against you, Gooby. And how was yeah. your my week, I did well. I didn't think I was going to do well, but I did well. I won 140 to 107. Uh, I got to give it up to my boy, C.D. Lamb, 17.9 points. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. But uh, there's a couple people here. Tony Pollard, 23 points, two rushing TDs, 91 rushing yards. I mean, I don't know who, like, honestly, I don't know who to play anymore like if i had zeke and pollard because a lot of people handcuff some of their wide receiver or running backs of course yeah i've done that in the past so like who would you play now it sucks that zeke's starting to say all the right things too about pollard getting the majority share and everything it's like oh don't don't do the camaraderie thing (laughs) cowboys uh terry mclaurin as we were talking about 20 points so like I'm still I'm still getting a good uh, deal off this trade. Uh, T. Higgins eleven points, uh, Fairmuth or whatever, however you say it, nine points. Juju Smith five points. Daniel Carlson eleven points, and Green Bay's defense. I switched them out the last minute because I wasn't sure if San Fran versus Miami. Miami's been putting up points, and I was like, man, so. I picked up Green Bay's defense. They got nine points, but San Fran's defense on my bench got 18 points. Yeah. So I got the win. That's all that matters. I have now clinched a playoff spot in our fantasy league at eight and five. I'm second right now. There's three people tied technically for first. There's three people that are eight and five. So if I win next week and first place loses, I'm first. I get That's my so 75 funny. bucks back. Congratulations, Gooby, because I remember, I'm pretty sure on this exact podcast when I was on earlier this year, that you actually handled being somewhat near last place with Grace when Melky <laughs> was rubbing it in your face. I was. And now, how the turntables. Yeah, tables have turned. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was one and four. I was one and four. And. Wow. What a turnaround! It was, it was, it was, uh, it was dismal, but I knew my players would come in. I knew, I knew my wide receiver core would come in, and I knew that I had that trade bait as soon as DeAndre Hopkins came into play. It's that platinum. Because you got, you got to remember. I know we're kind of going off topic. I had C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, yeah, and Juju Smith. I had five viable number one wide receivers. And as soon as DeAndre Hopkins uh, started playing again, I was like, all right, time to trade one for a QB and another wide receiver. Hey, that's how you win ships, buddy. The waiver wire and the trades. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So last game of the season, me versus Melky. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I am predicted to lose. Oh boy, one thirty-seven to one thirty-eight. Now we are recording this a little bit late, everybody. So there is a Thursday night game that has already played, but it's Kirk Cousins for me starting. I am benching Tua Tagovailoa. Um, they're playing the Chargers, but Cousins is playing Detroit in Detroit. I got to give it up to my man cousins because Detroit's defense is garbage. I got CD Lamb, T Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, my big three, powering it out for my wide receivers. Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard. I got the tight end for Pittsburgh, Fairmouth. Deontay Foreman in my flex, which could change because I'm not sure if I'm going to start Juju Smith or not against I see Denver. him on the bench. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure yet. Okay. But it's against Denver, so Denver's defense is pretty good. So I think I'm going to have to stick with Deontay Foreman against Seattle. Daniel Carlson, like I said, the Thursday night game has played. He got me 12 points as a kicker. 
Melky texts you. He goes, can you please tell your boy to calm the fuck down? I said, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh, and then I got San Fran's D against Tampa, and we all know how Tampa's doing this year, so I, I like my chances. But my counterpartner over here, Melky, a.k.a. Ba Walker, can yeah. you tell me who I'm playing this week? So when you guys sent me this matchup to read out loud, you were at 138.38. He was at 138.96. That's how close this matchup is. This yes. isn't so it's it's switched. I'm at 137 to 138, but now the live projections is yeah. 140 for me, 138 for him because Carlson's already played. Okay, so quarterback matchup for this week. He's got Prescott, obviously, versus Houston, 1 o'clock. Kirk Cousins, it's going to be another early game, like you said, against Detroit. Honestly, I am completely on the Detroit bandwagon. I actually like Jared as a quarterback. Seems like a decent dude. Uh, Dan Campbell, you can run through a wall for that guy. And they their receivers, when healthy, they've actually got a pretty stacked core. It's pretty nice. That being said, I do like your pick of Cousins. Like, uh, It's hard right now. I'm I, not going to be one of these guys saying Minnesota's a pretender because everybody is throwing the memes at me about how easy the Eagles schedule has been this year. Yeah. So I'm not going to be saying that. So, yeah, it's going to be hard. Well, I think that Detroit does have the chance to beat Minnesota, and I think it could be an upset, especially later in the season with how well Minnesota's done, and it could just be a, to cause talking points, even though they'll still be a good team. Uh, yeah, I, I have you. But then Prescott against Houston. Like, yeah, what, do you, what do you do? Because you know what's going to happen because you have one of his targets on your team. It's, yeah. Like, you know it's easy points almost, unless – Something happens with the water in Texas. I actually have two targets. Tony Pollard is their pass catching back as well. I personally would give this up to Prescott because Houston's absolute garbage. Of course. I was about to say, I know Melky's shaking his head while I was praising Cousins there. Do not worry. I'm giving it to Prescott. I am not going to be a hater against Houston. It is hard. And like I said, I think there's a better chance Detroit could do the upset. Now... Yeah, what were you saying? I was going to say, hell, man, I should probably just go out and pick up all Dallas wide receivers that are on the waiver wire and then just (laughs) put them in. Okay, so on to wide receivers. Completely biased about A.J. Brown. Besides that, sorry, Melk, I have Gooby winning the receiving core matchup this week. Yeah. Lamb against Houston, we just talked about that. Higgins versus Cleveland. I know Cleveland is winning these matchups in the last few years and has the better record against the two, but Cincinnati is playing unreal right now. Like they're looking like the same team as last year. And I actually think they're going to turn it around and beat Cleveland with Deshaun this week. So you have it there. And then Hopkins, Arizona versus New England. We know what New England is this year. He has Kirk against Tennessee and Allen against Miami. Maybe Kirk does something, but I have no faith right now in the Chargers. Haha, ha, Melk. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I have you winning the receiving core battle right now. I, I like that. I like that. Okay. Here's more Ru- good news. <laughs> Running backs. So the best matchup is Elliott versus Pollard, both against Houston. One of your guys is going to eat. I I really doubt that both of you are going to end up with two touchdowns in this thing, and I would <laughs> hate for that to happen. I'm hoping you both have one point at the end of this. <laughs> So, so the prediction, I'm going to give the running backs. I'm going to give the running backs to Melk. I'm going to give the, the running backs. The prediction to Melk. is Pollard gets 13 yeah. points and Elliott gets 12.66. I think McCaffrey Elliott duo is going to be better than your Eckler Pollard duo. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Like I like we talked about before. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now this guy might be one of these crazy stories like Davis and White and these quarterbacks who have a crazy just random offshoot. But for the most part, like we kind of know what's going to happen. San Fran, their top defense who's on your team, they're going to have to continue just to give up barely any points, barely any yards, especially at the end of the game. Uh, and McCaffrey is going to have to take on such a massive workload. I hope that his knees and legs can sustain that. Uh, so I have that against Tampa Bay, who is in a little bit of a spiral. Like, I, what is Tampa Bay? Like, Vrabel, I think, is a good coach and they have a pretty good system. But yeah, I. I actually have uh, Miami winning against Chargers this week, and I got him winning the running back. I do, I do agree with you. McCaffrey is gonna have to take the workload because I mean they're down to their third string quarterback, so it's it's a it's gonna be a huge McCaffrey game because I mean can you really trust the throw? So yeah, I, I give him the running backs. 
Okay, tight ends. So what? what's the questionable status? No, there's no more questionable. Everybody's everybody's good to go on the live. I know. So Boz uh, going off of pictures, uh, screenshots that yeah. sent to him because he can't log into Melky's Fantasy because if he did, I would just tell him to drop everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, delusion. <laughs> so, uh, so no, everybody is healthy and good to go. There's no more questionables on uh, anybody's team. Terrible tight end matchup. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I'm going to just give it to you the slight advantage. Fairness? It means yeah, and it means and it means nothing. I am just thinking that Cincinnati. Now, I think there's a chance that Watson is going to have one target that goes off this week and it might be him, but uh but no, I'll, I'll go go you against Baltimore. I'm I'm going to tell you right now that Fairmouth is like a very good fantasy wide receiver. Shit team. Mm-hmm. Very good fantasy wide receiver. I'm trying to find the uh, tight end season total. Yeah. All Take players. the praise. Take the fucking praise. I'm going. I'm taking it. He is. Oh god. He's the wide re- or the tight end seven. He's top ten in fantasy points. Okay, that's which is crazy. So. Okay. All right. So there you go. Mel- so pause right again. Okay. So that guy's gonna light it up. We both. Okay. So everybody <laughs> listening. Now know that tight end, he is going to get at least a touchdown, I think possibly two, maybe 100 yards. That probably will there happen. We go. Sweet. Yeah. Yo, that was <laughs> the funny thing, though. Melky told me to pick him up because he's like, yo, I need to pick him up for a certain reason. And I picked him up and I was like, what, do you want him or something? And he goes, no, I just need you to pick him up because a few tight ends got injured. I never checked it. And I picked him up and then I started to use him because he started creating more points and then I dropped my old tight end and now I have hair moves so I that's Melky's fault be scared Mel be scared moving yeah. on finally uh, Flex Foreman versus Swift sorry buddy Swift it's getting that for me like I said I, I actually yeah. like this Detroit core and uh, I think that is going to be a higher scoring game than the Carolina Seattle game even though Foreman will probably get some work yeah yeah Foreman will uh, but He's been mediocre the past uh, two weeks. He's got 11 points and two points. So it'll, it'll be hard. It'll be hard to say. Uh, but yeah, I give it up to Swift. Yeah. Okay. Kickers Carlson, you've got on Vegas versus Bass, Buffalo. I'm going to give this one up to him, man. And I'm not necessarily saying because of Baker, but I don't know the way the Raiders are playing against the Rams with this, the way the defense, they've got you this hype momentum. I know. I know. I know what you just talked about. I'm going to give it to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's definitely going to get the win over the Jets. So you think, oh, ew. We'll yeah, talk about we'll that talk later. About, yeah, okay. I know exactly why. And then <laughs> that's San why Fra- I chose it. And then <laughs> San Fran's D versus Buffalo's D. Uh, it's in Buffalo against the Jets. Uh, it's in Tampa against the Niners. I'm giving this to the Niners. Yeah, I would give it to the Niners, too. I actually think the Buffalo defense, I, I think it'll be closer defensive points at the end, but uh, I'll give it to the 49ers, like we just talked about, workload. And, I mean, they're a top defense, not only this year, but the last few years. So. Yeah. But let's talk about quarterbacks. Okay. And let's talk the return of the massager. I'm going to call him the massager. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. 12 of 22, 131 yards, one INT. But the Browns won 27 to 14 somehow. Are you fucking kidding me? Defense, I guess. Uh, Chubb did 17 carries for 80 yards. And uh, their counterparts, Kyle Allen, 20 for 39, 201 yards, one TD, two INTs. Uh, and Damian Pierce, 18 carries for 73 yards. What did you think of this Deshaun Watson game? Now, I told Melk last week, I said, there is only one game everybody should be watching Sunday, and that's the Browns versus Houston. I know it's a shit matchup, but everybody wanted to see what Deshaun Watson was going to do. So what did you think? He looked fucking terrible. He looked like a guy who hadn't played in a year and a half, who has 
It's not in the right headspace. I mean, that could change. He obviously doesn't give a shit because he's playing football again, so I'm sure that's actually not that big of a deal. But if anybody that watched the game, there was a punt return TD and an interception return TD. So the win is not because of Watson. It is in spite of Watson. And again, which we just talked about in your fantasy matchups, they played Houston. They're garbage. They're absolute dog shit. So terrible team. This season is a complete write-off. Now, Watson does still have the talent. Like, that's undeniable. I mean, he got, what, over 200, 250 million because of it. Nobody's rooting for this guy. He is completely hated. The NFL is looking for any storyline they can to kind of just put this one under the rug. But we'll see, because you know what's going to happen is one of two things. Either he's going to start to play well, and Cleveland fans will start to come to his defense and there will kind of be some hatred because he'll be more in the media spotlight and people will be talking about his off-field antics and all this shit. Or he's just going to be playing like garbage and everybody's going to be piling on. And then it's just going to just like an avalanche keep going. So I can't wait to see how this saga unfolds because the Browns, and I hope it blows up in their face, they truly deserve it. But he, he was garbage. He looks like a man who has not played in over a year. Yeah, 700 days to be exact. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They play the Bengals, they play the Ravens, they play the Saints, they play the Commanders, and then the Steelers. So Bengals, decent defense. Ravens, pretty good defense. Saints, pretty good defense. And late into the season with two, uh, two games left against Commanders, Commanders probably going to be fighting for uh, a, a wild card spot. So, yeah, I don't see... Sean Watson doing much else and I could see the NFL under the table paying these defense saying break some legs please break <laughs> some legs and get him out of the NFL it, it, you know what if he goes 0-3 we're probably just going to hear that he has like an injury he's going to be shut down for the season <laughs> and they'll just bring Brissett back in because he was doing so well and the team rallied and then they'll have to deal with the bullshit in the offseason and that is probably what definitely will happen if they lose the next few games yeah well it's their fault that they paid that much money to pick him up or yep. was it a trade or whatever it was trade yeah stupidest thing you ever did let's talk about stupid though let's talk <laughs> jaguars versus lions probably a terrible matchup to talk about yeah but lions pulled out 40 fucking points like absolutely dominated 40 to 14 jared goff 31 of 41 340 yards two touchdowns that looks like the jared goff of like old back in the Rams when he was actually their prospect going oh this is our Super Bowl quarterback he looked good he looked good Uh, his counterpart Trevor Lawrence 17 for 31 179 yards one touchdown Uh, Bob what do you think I mean the Jags didn't they go like 3-0 at the start of the season or something like that Yeah, yeah, and I actually still have faith in Peterson as a coach. I think he's the right guy for Lawrence right now in his career. And Lawrence actually didn't even look bad this game. Not to say he looked good, but he didn't look bad. But here's the thing, really hard to win when the Lions score on their first five possessions, and then the following three are just pretty much 0-4 out, and they just take the ball. And the game was pretty much over by that point. Goff looked great. Two touchdowns, like you said. Give that man all his props because when this team has momentum, Detroit can ball. Uh, St. Brown, these guys, they're good receivers. I I talked about it earlier. So, like I said, the first five possessions you score, it was what? Touchdown, touchdown, a couple of field goals. And no wonder they got 40 points. Like, they're just firing on all cylinders. And when it came to the cat uh, matchup, Lions have it. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I always liked Jared Goff. Um, I I thought he was a little underrated for what people talked about him. But all in all, I thought Jared Goff would be a good fit in Detroit. And like you said, uh, Amon St. Brown, killer, 11 receptions, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Like, And then Shock got 98 yards. So he, he's starting to spread the ball out. And rightfully so, they got the win. Well, as a classic Philly fan, uh, I hated Goff for no other reason at the start, simply because of the Wentz and the whole draft debate, even though there really was no competition all that and we won a Super Bowl. Yeah. But as soon as he went to Detroit, I kind of always just liked, I mean, call it the Maple Leaf fan in me, but Detroit, a team wearing blue that just has like zero luck in the playoffs and they're just, their fans are hardcore and in love with them, but everybody else is just almost pity. So I, as soon as he went to Detroit, Let's go. Uh, they're showing up. 
Yeah, I, I, I love how you talk about the Eagles and the Super Bowl. So let's talk about the Eagles. Okay. 11 and 1. Yeah. 35 to 10 against the Titans. Jalen Hurts, he, he had that MVP look in his eye. 29 of 39, 380 yards, three touchdowns. Bah, you talk about your team. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Are like, are, is this legit or is it just because we're facing a shitty division? No, we're okay. First off, NFC East top division in the NFL. Let's just put that yes, out there right now, okay? Because I hate to admit it, Cowboys are sick right now. They're actually scary. The Eagles are playing well. I'm actually way more confident, Gooby, in our season after the loss than I was when we were undefeated. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's complete superstition and it doesn't have any logical sense. But just knowing that it's like never been done before the undefeated going and winning the Super Bowl and just somehow it always blows up. I was dreading it. And then everybody's just waiting for us to fall. So now I kind of have my backup. I think they're for real. Jordan Davis, Mylotta, there are some absolute studs who are game changers. Uh, we've got great game planning, even though I think the special teams is severely lacking right now for us. But you know what? Props to the whole team against the Titans because that was a pretty dominant showing. 11 and one, that's hurts AJ Brown. I think that's what, the fourth game, third or fourth game this season that hurts has four TDs. I mean, he is the guy. And I was a huge Wentz fan, loved Foles, all that. Never really doubted Hurts, but I, I I did. I wasn't against him, but I definitely doubted him. I will admit that. I said it on okay. the pod. And I wanted him to be the guy. That was my, I've reiterated that multiple times to you guys. My main things were win one playoff game and prove that Hurts is the guy. Those were my two points for this season to be a success. Obviously, they have gone far beyond that. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins. Dude, a few years ago, Aguilar, like, yeah, uh, we had maybe possibly the worst receiving court. They were dropping balls like crazy. It was so frustrating to watch as a fan. And now they can chuck it 50 yards. I'm confident that Smith or Brown is going to come down with it. Yeah, I love this team. I, yeah, we're, we're for, yeah, we're real. I'm, I'm thinking we're back. Yeah, yeah we're back. Meanwhile, this guy's wearing the, the Eagle sweater, but uh, yeah. yeah, no. The, the the acquisition of AJ Brown um, kind of sealed it, and I mean we talked about it earlier uh, in the season. How Melk said that they're going to the Super Bowl. I even said that they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, I didn't have them in my bracket to go to the Super Bowl, but they were there in my mind. Like fuck, these guys could actually make the Super Bowl with AJ Brown. Their defense is great. Jalen Hurts is playing lights out, and Devontae Elliott is clutch. Yeah, Devontae Smith has his number two. Uh, Miles Miles Sanders, he's not having a uh, a great season, but he's having fucking good, man. Going to be over a thousand yards. Yeah, he's having a good enough season that you know because the carry is Hurts, the carry is AJ Brown. It's not your run game. And he's doing enough to keep this ball rolling. What? What are you talking about? Dominant performance, eleven and one. Uh, good, good on you. Uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> but let, yeah. let's talk more dominant performances. Wait, just, just before you say oh, that. Just before okay. you say that. Okay. All I want to just last thing I'm going to add is how much it sucks that we just praised my team about the dominant performance 11 and 1 yeah and how close you are behind us and how close washington and giants even though they won't catch us but they are behind us in this whole division like it's scary to know that as of right now 11 and 1 it could be possible that first place isn't locked up like that's just it's bullshit the way dallas is performing right now first place might not go your way Unfortunately, I can't, for our ma- I can't wait for our matchup. We need yeah, to this ma- Noah, and I think I said this that matchup will decide who gets first. A hundred percent. It is the only game I care about right now until that game. Yeah, I'm going to watch football. We're talking about it. We always shoot in the shit. It's whatever. Yeah. But that is the only, like, I am just nervous waiting for that game. Like, I, yeah. I want it to happen. I need it over with. You, sh- you should be nervous. I know we played a shit team. 
uh, early. Oh, we'll dom. No. Oh yeah, we would have won with one guy difference. Yeah. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. Diggs, I'm talking Parson, about shut this. down. Run I'm game. Shut I'm talking down. about like earlier this week <laughs> when the Cowboys yeah. absolutely destroyed the Indianapolis Colts. I hated this game. 54 to 19. I turned off the TV around 40 points because yeah. I was like, okay, this game is done. I had other shit I had to do. And then I went to bed and then um, someone texted me. So I opened it up. I read the text and then I checked the score and I was like, wait, what? 54. They scored another 14 something points. It's unbelievable. I mean, Dak Prescott for 54 points, Bob. Yeah. 20 of 30, 170 yards. 170 yards. Like, what? How, how do you get 54 points out of 170 yards with three touchdowns and one INT? Yeah, I get the touchdowns, but you should have more yards than that with 54 yeah. points. So, this game was shit for the first three quarters for me. It was. It was terrible. This game was actually garbage, and that's proof because you scored 33 points in the fourth quarter, which is absolutely ridiculous. I hate that you scored over 50 points is the first point. The second point, uh, I think the love affair with Saturday and the Colts lasted possibly one week, and it's over with after that type of shithousery. Yeah. Because... You had pretty much a game going into the fourth corner, just pretty much one or two scoring plays. It was pretty close. And you give up 33 and it turns into an absolute pumping. So, yes, kudos to the Cowboys. I mean, you put up over 50 points as an offense uh, in a game, you get the praise. And it's just like I said, leading up all to this matchup. Yeah, and you know what? It's kudos to the run game, man. Uh, Four touchdowns between three players. Pollard got 91 yards, two touchdowns. Zeke got 77 yards, one touchdown. And Malak Davis, 29 yards, one touchdown. Um, Michael Gallup got two touchdowns. CD Lamb got a touchdown. Like everybody's just, it was like an Oprah show. You get a touchdown and you get a touchdown and you're the third string running back. You get a touchdown. They weren't even the biggest contributors. I know. You know who was? For your team? No. It was us, the Eagles, the week before breaking the spirit of the Colts. So you're welcome for that. I would give us first star for your game. You're welcome. Okay, okay. I I see you. I see you. 11 and 1. Hurts AJ Brown. Yeah, 9 and (laughs) 3. Oh, oh, that's cool. Second second best defense in the league. Okay, buddy. I'm going to go back to the table now. No, I'm kidding. All right, all right. But why don't you tell us about Kevin's favorite segment? Do you still hate this segment beyond belief? (laughs) You hate this thing still or what? Apparently, I really wanted to change it to the NFC uh, East segment, but apparently we have to keep it. So AFC West update. But who is uh, who's first, second, third and fourth right now? Well, I'm going to have to tell it to start off. Sadly, Denver Broncos lost 10 to 9 against the Baltimore Ravens and Denver with an actual really, really sick team (laughs) defensively because their offense can't do shit. Loser. And now they are three and nine. And Gooby, I don't know if you if know this, but uh, if the Broncos had scored 18 points or more in most of their games, they'd be like 10 and two right now, or they'd be <laughs> nine and three or something. Have you not heard this? I, I have. I, I, I saw you type this in our group chat and <laughs> it's, it's, it's just astonishing how bad Russell Wilson is. Yeah. Like, so it's just, it's mind boggling. Yeah, so just shout out. I, I know, Melky, uh, I can feel you rubbing your hands together right now. We've got first place, the KC Chiefs, 9-3. and three. Chargers, second place at 6-6. Six and six. Yep. Third is the Raiders at 5-8. and eight. And then, like we said, Broncos dead last, 3-9. and nine. And you know what's crazy to me, Boobs? What? Is all the money spent in that division and everything that happened in the offseason, <laughs> for it to end up the exact same. Chiefs in first place, they don't know what to do to beat Mahomes, and the other teams are shit. Yep. 
Yeah. And I call this at the start of the season, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Me and you call Chiefs. And uh, Mel, like, probably like three weeks ago, conceded and said, okay, the Chargers aren't going to actually win anything. So we're, we're yeah. good. Perfect. We knew Unlike what, the division. Yeah, we knew what was up. We knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to take that division. Uh, let's talk Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they lost to the Bengals, 24-27. Patrick Mahomes put up 223 yards, one touchdown. And uh, his counterpart, Joe Burrow, 286 yards, two touchdowns. You said it earlier. I think Cincinnati's finally getting back to form uh, that brought them to the Super Bowl last year. So are they going to keep rolling? Yeah, I definitely think they are. And I actually hate to admit that because I got a good buddy who's a Bengals fan and he's hating the Eagles right now. Like, like he is waiting for us to fall. I don't even know why, because I bandwagoned his team in the playoffs last year. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I think they're rolling. Their defense still looks stout. Burrow, as much concussions as that guy can take, he's sick. Yeah. Like they are a good team. They know how to work it. They know how to put up points. And most importantly, they know how to make sure the other team does not score any in the fourth quarter. Like they shut shit down at the end of the game. That is so important. They already have the playoff experience from last year. Yeah, I, I still think Cincinnati is for real. Yeah, uh, we, we would, I would love to talk Chiefs because, you know. What's the point? They're going to go to the Super Bowl or some shit. Yeah, right? Like, I would love to talk, but exactly my point. What's the point? Because they're, they're top of the division. We all knew it. It was, it was never going to change. I don't think this division was ever going to change because Chargers, meh. Raiders, Matt, and then the Broncos. But let's talk. Chargers, Raiders, they played each other. And uh, guess who won? The fucking Raiders. Yeah. 27 to 20. This is how bad this division is. Yeah. You have like one of the shittiest teams in the NFL being supposedly a top team in the NFL who can't make it past 500. It was actually a terrible game, too. It was. I, I, I was a snooze fest. I watched um, I, I watched like a little bit of it and I was like, nah, this is pointless. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, spoiler alert for Raider fans, what happened on the Thursday night game, it, uh, it does not get better. It does not get better. You do not get <laughs> momentum after that win. That's all I'll say. In fact, you'll be making storylines this week. So check it out. Monday morning, you'll be you'll be having fun. Oh, man. I mean, Justin Herbert, 335 yards, uh, one TD. You got to score more TDs than that. Derek Carr, 250, two touchdowns. But Josh Jacobs, 26 carries, 144 yards, one touchdown. Devontae Adams, eight receptions, 177 yards, two touchdowns. Like, you have arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. How are you not, like doing better with this offense as got i gotta blame the coach i was about to say it's the coach yeah they're just so broke they can't even get rid of him like he's definitely the coach for the next two years because they're just so broke so this this game calling this planning this is what's it with Carr, who's getting what a, another 116 million dollars left on his contract if they don't cut him in the next month or whatever it is so raiders have some decisions to make yeah and you know what i i, I remember talking talking to you about this uh f1's in vegas next year and i was like oh man i would really like if it like matches up i would really like to like go to an f1 in the morning and then a raiders game at night but now i'm like i really don't want to go see the raiders play because i would probably watch f1 in the morning skip the nap in the afternoon and nap at the fucking Stadium. Yo, don't even worry. The Golden Knight, Golden Knights are a good hockey team, anyway. So we'll go there. That would be that would be bomb. The Raiders Stadium is bomb. Like I went to Vegas That's... before COVID 2019, so the stadium was still being built, and they weren't playing there yet. Yeah. But just the outside, man, it just all black. It was gorgeous. And the best part about Vegas because uh, you can't walk across roads. It's all walkways over top, so you carry yeah. alcohol everywhere from <laughs> your hotel, the casino, to the game. It was yeah. fucking awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we kind of touched base on it, but the Broncos lost nine to ten. What a yeah. fantastic score that is. Yeah. Unbelievable uh, that they cannot help out that defense. 
Yeah, it's just uh, they say defense wins championships. This kind of makes me beg to differ now. <laughs> there needs to actually be an asterisk at the end of that sentence and says while still having an offense. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> While well, still having an offense that can at least score 18 points. It's such a crazy drop off for Wilson. I I really don't get it. I don't know why, because he, he was better than this last year. And honestly, I have a funny feeling that he's going to be better than this next year. I'm not saying that they're all of a sudden going to be in first place Chiefs and he's going to turn around and all of a sudden the Cinderella run. But this is really bad. Like, I, I don't know. Mental... The whole team actually hates him, like all the rumors we hear, yep. and just everybody is just wanting to throw him under the bus, and and just people are not in the right head. I, I don't know, man. It is a complete dumpster fire for what was praised after getting bought out by Walmart, bringing in uh, an actual proven quarterback, even though he was old and we made all our jokes. None of us thought it would be this bad. You might have hoped for it to be this bad, but we didn't actually think that it would be this bad, where even if they were losing, he's not even putting up points. Like, if you had told me Broncos are getting Wilson, but they're still going to have a losing record, I'd be like, okay, so Wilson probably had a decent season, but the team is garbage. Yeah. No, Wilson is garbage. I bet you I could still pull up the point system. Remember we talked about this before, where the kicker has probably scored more points than the quarterback. Yeah, and Kev has finally admitted it weeks ago, really, but yeah. Hackett is not the guy. No, he's, that, he's not. That guy was a phony. You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. That's right. You're a big fat phony. A phony and, and was part of a success, successful system more than anything. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Let's talk successful systems. Yeah. Let's talk who we think is the best team in each conference. So at the moment, Bills are on top on the American Football Conference, nine and three. Uh, the Eagles are top of the National Football Conference at 11 and one. Are they the best teams, Ba, or are there going to be some changes? Uh, so. We'll start with NFC, and, and I just kind of did the top team, but I really did just the top three because it explains my top one. Yeah, so sure. for the NFC, Eagles and Cowboys are the top two teams. Yeah, I have the Eagles first. I think we've proven it. We're 11-1. and one. We're first place right now, and until we're beaten, you can say whatever you want about us having an easy schedule. But all the other good teams, example, you guys, are pretty much beating the same teams. So yeah. if the Cowboys beat us in our matchup, Time for a serious discussion. I know you guys are going to have me back on the pod smirking to have that. And no problem. I will do it. <laughs> Cowboys are for real. And honestly, before the injury at quarterback, I would have had the 49, 49ers there at third place. I really would have had them. Now, I'll, I'll give it to Minnesota. Yeah. I don't think Minnesota's the pretenders that everybody's calling them. And like I said before, it'd be pot calling kettle black for me. But... I definitely had the 49ers, especially with their defense, especially getting McCaffrey and just their coaching. I had them. Now, with the question mark at QB, I'll give it to Minnesota. Okay, and I'm somewhat in agreement with you. Uh, yeah, Niners, or sorry, um, the Eagles top. It's, it's just so hard to say after, like, the divisions, the division that we are facing and our division. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it to the, the Eagles as number one. And I'm in greens with you with the Niners as well. With with the quarterback situation, with the acquire of Christian McCaffrey, they could have been probably number two. I had them going to the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I'm actually going to put number two uh, as the Minnesota Vikings. They're okay. playing outstanding. Justin Jefferson's killing it. Kirk Cousins is playing better than what we all think Kirk Cousins can do. Definitely. Definitely. And He's underrated for sure. They have a healthy Delvin Cook. Yeah. So I'm going to put Minnesota at number two, and I would put Dallas at number three. Uh, 100%. That's a top two defense. Uh, their offense, I, I couldn't uh, I would have to pull it up, but I'm pretty sure they're like top five offense scoring wise. Like they're putting everything on the line. 
Trayvon Diggs. I know we hated on him last year. I didn't because of all the interceptions. But this man has changed from an interception to machine to uh, you're not passing to me because you're not going to get any yards out of the machine. And yeah. he, he, he has completely switched his mindset to I'm not going for the ball. I'm going for the stop. And, and the crazy part about that, what you're just saying, I'm not disagreeing, is now your defense isn't even what's being talked about this season compared to last year. Now it's your offense. So your yeah. defense is still playing well. They're still, I mean, they're not putting up the crazy record-breaking numbers that they were last year, but still a great defense. And now your offense is the one that's getting all the talk because Dak, who came back from injury, is proving that he was still the guy and deserved that pay, uh, paycheck. Yeah, and yeah, I, I agree with you. And kudos to the backup QB because do, do what, when three and one? Yep. So... Dallas if Rush doesn't have that performance, it could be real different for you guys. Who knows if Prescott came back at the same time? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I exactly what I was about to say. Dallas would be in such a different spot with a backup QB that couldn't perform, and the way the that Rush performed, I think there's a there's a little talk uh, between Prescott and Rush during the Minnesota game. There was like a little highlight that they had where. Okay. Because we destroyed Minnesota. And Prescott goes to Rush and goes, do you want in on this? He goes, no, I've had mine. You're good. And it's just, it was just so funny to see that and hear that. And yeah, kudos to Rush. And I mean, if Prescott ever goes down, I believe that Rush can still do well in the playoffs. Well, it's not bad. I mean, he has a pretty competent team around him. So it definitely is a chance. And that's always a great thing as a fan is when you can actually see that the locker room gets along. That's yeah. the best part. All right. American AFC. Football Conference. Yeah. I'm going first and I'm going Bills, Chiefs, and the Bengals. 100% agree in the exact same order. Yeah. It was a tight call for me between Bengals and Miami. Yes. Yes, Gooby. Awesome. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. And then my biased opinion of the New York Jets. The Jets are now, yes. like, honestly, I would for love to For a couple of buy- years now, you've had a bias for the Jets, man. I Okay, no. I was picking yes. on the Jets the last couple seasons just because of the Jets. But, like, I'm a big believer in defense. Like, I prefer a defensive game than an offensive game because I find... And correct me if I'm wrong, but I find as a defensive player is more skillful than an offensive player because you need to read what is about to happen. Yep. The offense already knows what's going to happen. They just need to execute it. The defensive players need to figure out what's about to happen, where he thinks he's going to go to, and then make that stop. So I'm biased I, for quarterback, but I agree with you. Okay, okay. But yeah, so Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, I think that's a top three in the American Football Conference. The Bills' defense, fantastic. Their offense, fantastic. The Chiefs, they would be number one if they had a better team. Yeah. So uh, Bills, Bills for sure number one. I couldn't agree with you more. And I mean, everything you said, plus the fact that Allen, who hasn't looked bad by any, he's looked great, is picking up form again. It's just getting colder out. Buffalo and KC, they are real. Each year, they prove it too. Yeah. So, and then like you alluded to earlier, the Bengals, they're they're coming into their own again, and they're starting to score points, and they're starting to starting to win games again. They're eight and four. They're only one game behind the other two uh, top teams, Buffalo and Kansas City. So, yeah. And I know it. Ravens have the standings. Uh, they have them beating the stands right now, but they're going to pass them. I yeah. Really like that. Yeah. So, let's go Jets. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wow. uh, wait. Down wow. here. Sorry. I know we're talking yeah. who's the best, but the Denver Broncos are second last. Oof. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I got to say something. You just said that you love a good defensive game, so you must really enjoy these Bronco games. No, I've never watched. <laughs> a I won't watch a Broncos game. If the Broncos face the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't watch it. What? You bullshit. <laughs> Shut 
shut the 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 look on your face was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Shut the fuck. Yeah. All right. To hear more of this bullshit from this guy's mouth, we're gonna move on to Boomer Boss. All right. Classic, classic. Uh, Gooby, I want you to go first, buddy. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to Carolina, and I'm picking Sam Darnold. After getting rid of Baker Mayfield, the Panthers look to Sam Darnold as their number one. But this man is not a number one. He's not a starter in this league. He is predicted to get you under 18 fantasy points this week versus the Seahawks. Darnold is just a speed bump for Carolina while they look to the draft to get a new QB. So I am labeling him as a bust this week. I even think Russell Wilson will have a better week than him. Wow. That's a real pick. You're putting it on the line in this group. Putting it all on the line. (laughs) Yeah, no faith in Darnold. I agree with your take. Uh, and then who, who are they playing again? They're playing Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. And Seattle's looking to uh, to steal a wild card spot from Washington or the Giants. So they need this win, and I think they're just gonna their their defense is gonna show up. Their offense is gonna show up. Uh, no, no, yeah. no luck, Darnold. Yeah, apologies, I was choking right there, but no, uh, you're. Good. I agree. I agree. Pete Carroll, Geno Smith has proven that uh, Wilson actually, I guess, was the problem in Seattle. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on your take because I have Seattle winning that game for sure. Yeah. All right. Who do you got as your first boomer bust? Uh, Yeah, this one's a shout out for your co-host, Melk. I have Herbert being a bust this week. And I say that because I have Miami winning this game. It is a Sunday late night game. And I am biased. I have said on this pod before, my little brother is a Miami fan. And so that for that reason, I've actually been watching a ton of their games. Tua, when healthy, is legit. Obviously, they got Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I mean, their defense is pretty sick. I've always liked Howard. So I have Miami winning this game, and the Chargers, they're floundering. Yeah. Wait, At 6-6. Six six. Should I start Tua over Cousins then? Yeah, I definitely think you should. But Cousins playing Detroit. Doesn't matter, bro. What did I just say? No, I go with cousins, obviously. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. But yeah, uh, I agree with you. Big old bust. Uh, they just they're they're not firing on all cylinders, and you never know when a wide receiver is going to go down in that in that uh, team. So it's 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 hard to say um, yep. if they're going to get any kind of offense going. So yeah, big old bust. Uh, all right. Next for you. I'm going Tyler Huntley. And now you may be asking, who is this man? He is the backup QB for the Baltimore Ravens. We're in the last of the bye weeks with the Falcons. Now, I need you to pay attention to this, okay? Okay. The Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and Commanders are on a bye week. So there should be no reason for you to be picking up Huntley because those quarterbacks should not be starting in your fantasy league because the Falcons don't have a quarterback. The Bears don't have a quarterback. The Packers, meh. The Colts don't have a quarterback. The Saints don't have a quarterback. And the Commanders don't have a quarterback. So there should be no reason for you to pick up Huntley. I would assume you have a backup for Lamar Jackson because he's out with an injury. He got, I think he's only out for a little bit, not too long. Yeah. Um, But he's got a knee injury. But I will say this, okay. if you do not have a backup for Lamar Jackson and you are in need of a quarterback, Huntley will get you 20 to 25 points this week. He's no Lamar, but has a similar QB style to him. He put up 18 fantasy points after taking over for a Jack, uh, Lamar Jackson last week, scoring a rushing touchdown and doing 187 passing yards with one INT. So if you're truly in need of a quarterback, if your quarterback's injured, I don't know which quarterbacks are injured. I know Lamar is, but if you don't have a backup for him, Huntley could be a good option. I'm not saying he's going to be a great option, but 20 to 25 fantasy points, uh, he's a semi-boom for me. I'm giving him a semi-boom, like half a boom. He's a boom. Half a, half a boom. Or an oom. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess you could give him half a boom because while I agree with you that... I don't know about 20 points. I think that he can definitely give you above 13, 14 for sure. 
Yeah, I know. Because what I'm getting at is, I think the Steelers are, might win this game. Honestly, the Steelers, the Steelers have been somewhat hot for how they've been playing, and with this Ravens team and Lamar out right now, yeah, I think that Hundley could be the guy. I actually have the Steelers winning this game, so I'm gonna half disagree with you. So that's why I was giving them half a boom. It is against the Steelers, and they're not so great that you never know what you're gonna get out of the Steelers. Half a boom for me, kind of half a bust for you. Half a bust. Half a bus. All right. So, yeah, take it or leave it. But like I said, with all these shit teams on a bye, you do not need Huntley. Yeah. Last but not least. Yeah. My final guy is going to be a boom. And we've already praised their team enough. So I'll do this quickly. It is the Bengals. It is Jamar Chase. Folks, this guy is coming back after missing four games with the hairline fracture. Uh, Had seven catches, 97 yards, and two grabs uh, last week. So, you know what? I think that this guy's definitely going to be getting a TD. He's going to show that he's back. Burrow is in fine form. He is going to find his top target, one of his good buddies. And the Bengals are going to continuously roll as they have been. So Chase, for me, is a boom. And I definitely think they're going to beat Deshaun. Yeah, uh, 100% a boom for me. I, I, I prefer to go to Higgins so I can get all the fantasy points and beat Melky this week. But... Yeah, True. Chase, Chase is always a boom for me. Um, and the Bengals, like I, like we were talking to, are looking back to the uh, Super Bowl form that they were in last year. So, yeah, I give it up to Jamar uh, Chase. All right, that's it for Boomer Bust, my pastime on the toilet, as Melky likes to say. Oh, boy. Fuck. <laughs> Your yeah. creation, Toonie Bets, the final of the podcast. It's always the last thing to talk about, but it's the first thing on my mind because it's created by you. So let's uh, let's go with my pick this week. Yep. Jets over Bills. <laughs> oh, what a shock. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets take the Bills for the second time this year, 31 to 24. You stupid. Sauce Gardner with an INT pick six. Wow. That is detail. And I completely disagree with you. Of course. I'm taking the bills. I Hey, I love how much you stick by your Jets, your J-E-T-S Jets. Yeah, I'm going to get me a Sauce Gardner jersey. If he gets a pick six. He is I, nasty. He, I, if he gets a pick six, you now, If he gets a pick six. Yeah. I'm going to call it. It's going to be a pick six. It's going to be like 24-24. And Josh Allen goes deep for Stefan Diggs. Probably like the 30 to 25 yard line in the end. Sauce guard. You're going like water boy territory where the girlfriend calls the exact score at the end of the game. Yo, if this happens, I don't know what, what else to do with my life. Okay. You got to do like a prop bet on that as well. You should. Okay, I, I'll do a, I'll do a prop bet on that. But yeah, thirty yard line near the well, thirty yards from the end zone. Sauce Gardner picks it up out of the air. Pick six. Jets win. 31-24. Game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know that if that happens, I will be going bonkers. <laughs> I will be hyping you up like crazy. Just know that I'll be screaming. I'll be this, sending voice. This voice podcast reports. will get a million views. Oh my god! It's so specific. <laughs> if that happens, you have to get that jersey. Oh, I would. I would a hundred percent get a South Gardner jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Bah, creator to Tooney Bets. Who do you have this week? Yeah. I've already talked about this matchup a bunch, and again, it's in tribute to Milk because he loves this guy so much. It's the Chargers versus the Dolphins, and I have the Dolphins as my toonie bet. They are my AFC bandwagon team, like I said. Filthy jerseys. Tua is playing lights out. He can actually throw the ball. Mike McDaniels is the coach they needed. I mean, everybody gets along on that team. And the Chargers, while (laughs) they are somewhat playing well, and they're 6-6, and and I mean, really, I'm just shitting on them for Melk. Shout out, Melk. Uh, I have the Dolphins definitely winning this uh, late Sunday night matchup. Jeez, you're like the complete opposite of Mel because he he loves Herbert so much. I and know. he shits on Tua saying he can't throw more than 15 yards. But next week he will say 
as his proof that I think at the beginning of this year, I I did say Herbert. I think the Chargers, I had them second in the division finishing and that Herbert was really good. So he will throw that in my face. Oh, I'm sure he will. Uh, I actually <laughs> want to go back to the Jets Bills. Okay. Can I have like a 10 yard buffer? So between yes. the 25 and the 35. Anywhere in there. Okay, a 10-yard buffer on that specific of a bet, absolutely 100% I can give you. All right. The, all right, odd, all right. the odds against that happening to begin with, yeah, for sure. 10? <laughs> Not a problem. All I right. give you 15. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. Melky, uh, you know, took some time from his schoolwork to uh, send us in his toonie bet. So uh, hopefully you guys can hear this. And this is Melky with his bet. Well, well, well. How the tables have turned. Not taking over for me is like the Giants beating the Eagles. What's the game I'm picking, boys? Fuck you. Of our Philly loving friend. There's nothing like home cooking. Daniel Jones knows this is an important game for their playoff push, and more importantly, for himself. He's auditioning to stay in the NFL because, let's face it, he stinks. Berkeley has been a little too quiet lately. I feel this is a great time to make a statement. I smell an upset, boys. Jeez. I'm sorry I couldn't make this episode. Life is very hectic at the moment. Movie, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm ruining your first place push because I'm <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for yep. filling in. Much love. I can't wait to hear this episode, boys. Good luck, and last but not least, die, Eagles, die. Wow. Take care. So classy. So that is why I was hard on Melky this episode <laughs> and the Chargers, and why I love both you guys and you're my good friends, because I knew, I knew that it would come back at some form in this episode, <laughs> because this is what this friendship of football is about. Oh, well, of course I- he chooses... I oh, of course he chooses the giant eagle game like you knew it was gonna happen. But the funny thing is, I agree with him. Oh yeah, of course you do. The Giants are looking to stay in the playoffs. Hold on, hold on. They're, I'm changing they're, my pick. I'm changing my pick. <laughs> they're tied. You can't pick Houston. If you, I'm pick picking Houston to beat Dallas Cowboys podcast because no, no one in their right mind would pick Houston. Houston's over got any a bright team future, the NFL but the Broncos. Dallas is overrated. Houston's gonna win. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine I get that right. Now yeah. the fucking Giants and Eagles right, and then I get the Gardner fucking pick right. I'll be buying a Houston jersey. This, this <laughs> podcast will have five million views by the end of the fucking day. Yeah, yeah. This is the revenge episode. Yeah. Um, but no, you know they're tied with Washington. I think the Giants need this. The Eagles don't. They're gonna overlook the Giants. And uh, yeah, I, I see the Giants pulling one off. Well, I definitely don't. I think that the Giants have completely fallen off. I have confidence in the Eagles. I actually have more worry about, and and they beat us, obviously, but the Commanders at this point in the season. um, I'm looking towards our Saint game. Like, I'm not not saying to overlook the Giants, but because they're coaching, they'll call a good game. But I I don't know. I can just see uh, Hurts proving, like, this is a division game. We lost to the Commanders. I see the boys stepping up. All right, all right. Well, that is it for Show Us Your TDs, everybody. Um, Ba, we got a Christmas episode coming up for uh, Wow, I Had Mustard. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have a big Christmas episode with the boys, some eggnog obvious movie reviews and then not only that i have uh the leaf edition coming out soon for december so check me out there and doobie thanks so much for having me man uh this was a blast obviously any time to fill in and we talk about football so much it's pretty easy to do this yeah no i appreciate you filling in um thank you for doing that melky fuck you i'm gonna destroy your ass in fantasy uh, yeah gooby's getting the win i'm here my co-host <laughs> is getting the win you heard it here um but uh yeah you say eggnog now 
You're gonna I don't stay. actually drink eggnog. No. Dude, neither do I, because it's fucking gross. Yeah, it's gross as shit. Now, you're gonna fucking hate me for this. Oh. You're gonna say, Gooby, you're the dumbest person alive. Hey! Come on, man! That's too easy! Okay. But <laughs> Prime just came to Canada. Okay. <laughs> I bought literally three, before I, I literally bought before cases. I came on. Yo, literally before I came on. Meg comes to me. She's like, what is Prime? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I just saw a Gooby story or something like that. It's a drink. What is it? I'm like, I don't know. What the fuck is that? So you did your research, didn't you? I didn't. I know it. Megan, I, I wanted to ask you. I have no idea what it is. Okay. So I'm going to get, can I guess? Yes. It's like a gaming drink, like Dr. Disrespect or something. I give you half points for that. It's gaming. It's not gaming. Logan is it Paul. Fuck? Oh, you. KSI made a hydration drink during their boxing. Uh, It's actually way better for you than Gatorade. And I'm going to actually use it for work because I walk a lot. So I need that hydration. I need the electrolytes. Uh, But it's expensive as shit. Hmm. So I spent a lot of money. Can you guess how much money I spent on three cases of 12? gonna guess including like tax and it, was it shipping or you picked it up no uh they finally started selling in canada after a year okay 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 it's I'm gonna only, say, at, only at circle k which is a fucking gas station i'm gonna say 105 not bad 141 oh, it's like oh 45 dollars a case wow I mean, I was willing to spend an extra like 10, 20 bucks when Pink Whitney first came out, I guess. <laughs> so somewhat similar. But. I don't know, man. I'm a big YouTube guy. I watch a lot of YouTube. So I just ended up fucking splurging and uh, picking up three cases. But that uh, ice pop one actually tastes like the the rocket popsicle. That's cool. That's it cool. It fucking tastes so good. I'm not I'm not even going to hate on you because uh, Spittin' Chicklets is coming out with a beer. I do want to try it. So I'm totally for the whole marketing advertisement gigs. I fall for them too. And honestly, as much as you know, I can't stand the Paul brothers and whatever. Not even getting into that. They're not even on the hate list because they've been pretty quiet just doing their own thing. That I show speed guy who does the suit. He's the big Ronaldo. That guy is a fucking bum. Have you That's, watched the games? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk after this podcast really quick. Okay, you've you watched. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll talk quickly after this podcast, but because uh, we'll talk real football, you know. We've completely teetered <laughs> up. <laughs> we completely teetered up. People Mel, have checked out for sure. <laughs> yeah, you cut it. <laughs> that is it for Shorts or TDs. That's Ball Walk over there. I'm Gooby. You guys have a good night. And me and Ball are going to talk about actual football now. <laughs> yeah, we should peace, everybody. <laughs> Oh no!